you know, I'll tell you, most people don't want to hear this. It's choice. It's a decision. Hello and welcome to another episode of Get Your Fill, Financial Independence and Long Life, where we explore ways to achieve those two goals and we invite experts and intelligent people with lots of great ideas on to help us. And that's why I'm really psyched. I know you're going to love speaking with Dr. Amanda Barry. <laughs> that's so funny. Barrientes. I just did it off camera and it was good. So I, I know how to say it, <laughs> Barrientes, but I screwed it up just then as, as I thought I would. So that's mindset. There's a perfect example of mindset and why it's so important. Dr. Amanda is not the kind of doctor that you might go to with a sore toe. Dr. Amanda is the money doctor. And if your money's hurting, if, if you feel like you're hurting, you need to talk to Dr. Amanda. Dr. Amanda, thank you so much for being with us today. Psych to be here. You know, I might be able to help you with your toe, but not real, not that well. I'll, I'll pour not, some essential oils on your toe and there you like, go. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> All better. Look, does it make it better? Okay. Yeah. Go home now. Take two aspirin and call me in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I see you've got your your uh, logo behind you. Um it cover your children's ears. Why don't you tell us what that stands for? <laughs> yeah. So everything NFA. So my company name is NFA money and NFA stands for no fucking around. And you know, the essence of NFA is like radical responsibility. So it could be NFA money, NFA joy, NFA happiness, NFA doing what you love in the world. Like it's this mentality of really taking your life and your business by the horns in a fun, playful way and just going with it, you know? And so, yeah, it's a really playful name and yeah, there's a fun story behind it. But. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious because I feel like a lot of people and a lot of the audience, I mean, if you're sitting there and you're thinking, oh, I wish I had the money to leave my job. I wish I had the money to invest in all these new real estate ideas I hear and all these different endeavors and things. People are always giving me great ideas, but I just don't have the money to make the money, right? That that adage plays in your head. You know, what you need, you've got to have money to make money. How do you get people to sort of start thinking about money in a little bit more healthy, different way? Yeah. First thing is they got to start believing differently. And, and part of the reason I think that I get to attract such cool people is because they see my story and my evolution. I went from food stamps to building a six figure business in its first year. So when people tell me stuff like that, I'm like, uh, uh, stop running that story because it's all in your mind. It starts with you. So if you think money is going to be hard to make and that you've got to have money to make big money, you're going to forever create that story in your reality because your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. So whatever you don't like on the outside, money, relationships, feeling bad in your life, you got to change what's within. And that starts with your mindset. And so, you, you know, we get crazy, <laughs> so many messages from the time we're born through our entire lives. And then when we believe it, we just keep looking to validate that it's true. And so we just keep creating the same thing over and over again. So you got to first start by changing what you believe about money. And I, I feel like one of the things that we do to ourselves is look at other people who have money and like make up a story about them, right? Oh, they had it easy. You know, that probably their parents were rich or they're probably not nice people or whatever, right? Like that, all the reasons that that can't be you, right? And the more you resent, I mean, what is that? What happens to people when they spend a lot of time resenting other people's success? 
Yeah. Oh, you're so spot on. I, I, there's three main money blocks. Money is bad. Money is scarce and money causes stress. And when you have those beliefs, no money causes stress, right? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Well, and the interesting thing is we get these downloads when we're kids and you know, this is not to demonize our parents. This is to be aware and conscious so that you can decide from this day forward. Do I choose to continue to buy into this belief? You know, our parents tell us work hard. You got to work hard. You got to get good grades. You got to go to school. You got to get a good job. Then someday you can retire and be happy when you're 70 years old. You know, like who wants that life? (laughs) No one. (laughs) And so, you know, we get told that story. We watch our parents work really hard and whether they make a lot of money or don't, we often watch them work really hard. And so are watched them work really hard. And so we have these beliefs in our mind running that go like, okay, well, if this is true about money and, and, oh, greedy people are rich, right? Like we see it in the movies all over and over again. It's always the bad guy is the greedy guy right? It's always the wealthy, greedy guy or sometimes women, but more likely men. Right. And so we're never going to create consciously what we unconsciously fear or hate or are afraid of, right. Or, or resent. And so if we think money's bad, or we think money is going to cause us a whole bunch of stress, we might have the conscious belief. Oh, I want to make a whole bunch of money, but we have all this unconscious belief, which is 95% of us holding us back. And that's why it's so important to start getting aware first of what your money beliefs are and then reframing them. But that can be really hard, right? I mean, yeah. when you when you have something in your head and you think it's the truth, right? And you, you might not even question it, right? I mean, there's there's yeah. like this, there's a joke out there, or it's probably not even like a joke, but it, it's the thing where the the doctor is treating the person and the, the, the child was in the accident with the father. And then the doctor says, Oh my God, this is my son. And people think, well, how can that be? Well, yeah. obviously the doctor's a woman, but you just think, no, I mean, you've got the picture of the guy with the white coat on and you don't even realize, I mean, when I first heard that joke, I had a woman doctor and I was still like, Hmm, that's puzzling. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that wild? You don't question. So that's how do you get people example. to drag that stuff out of their brain and pull yeah. it out so they can look at it? You know, I'll tell you, most people don't want to hear this. It's choice. It's a decision, right? Like imagine that you're a hundred pounds overweight and you all of a sudden go like, I got to get healthy. I don't feel good. You don't just on your own one day, like go from being a hundred pounds overweight without taking any action, making any decisions or getting any help, lose the hundred pounds and feel amazing. So, you know, to most people, that's pretty obvious. Like I've got to go to the gym and I've got to do it incrementally. And I'm not going to go from this to running a marathon next week, but somehow we think, oh, I don't need help with money. Right. Like I should just know all the answers on my own and I should be able to see everything on my own. And, and I think a lot of it, it's, it's shame and embarrassment, right? It's like, we should know how to do it. We believe, and that's not true. The only reason that you should or shouldn't know how to do it is what you were taught when you were growing up. And those stories you bought into just like, you know, I love the story you use. It's such a paradigm way of thinking like, oh, men are doctors, right? Wealthy people are blank. And whatever story you're buying into, you're not going to be able to see anything else. I like to, you know, people who are listening or watching this, like look around your room right now and just take a couple seconds and look around your room for everything that's red. Like look for something red, pay attention to it, focus on it so that you could recall it and tell me what it is, you know? Okay. Now come back to where you are and now tell me everything in the room that's green without looking. You didn't look for the green things. You looked for the red things. That's exactly what we do with our belief system. We look for what we believe to be true. So it's not really, I'll believe it when I see it. It's I'll see it when I believe it. Yeah. 
And so if you have crappy money beliefs, you're going to keep getting a crappy money reality. Exactly. Exactly. So is it only people who are what you would call poor, who are in this, who have this problem, who have this situation where they need some money doctoring? <laughs> That's a great question. And no, <laughs> that this is the wild thing is that across the board, I mean, I've worked with prison incarcerated men all the way to like mega millionaires, no billionaires yet, but someday I'm sure I will. You know, it's like across the board, everybody has money blocks because here's the thing. Sometimes when you have a lot of money, you can have what's called wealth shame, where you're embarrassed about the amount of money you want. So you kind of hide it. You could feel really freaked out about it. So it's that money is scarce feeling. So I know wealthy people who like hoard their money. They don't go on vacations. They don't feel good about it. Right. And so it doesn't really matter whether you have a lot or a little, if you don't have wealth consciousness, you're going to not feel good about the amount of money you're making some poor, you know, there's, you know, like in a, in a, when we say like a poor person, let's say impoverished, or doesn't have a lot of financial wealth, they might be mega wealthy in another area and feel amazing in their life. And they don't care that they don't have that money. So that's going to be a different mindset. Right. And so it's all based on how you feel from your inside out. And that's what you end up creating. Who cares if we have buckets of money and we are falling apart in our health and our relationships are falling apart and we just don't feel happy. And we feel like a lot of people I work with, it's like that sense of like, I know there's more than this and I'm not sure what I'm missing, but I'm missing something. Yeah. It's great that you use that analogy of, of weight loss. Cause I, I think there's, a, there are a lot of parallels there. Like I think when you are having problems with eating, you want to kind of make friends with food, right. And just realize that it's not the enemy and it's the same with money, right. You can make friends with your money. It's a tool, yeah. right. It's just like, it's here to help you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> totally. It's neutral, really. Right. right exactly. It's like it help it you or hurt you. It's up to you. Right. It's the, yeah. how you think about it and the way that you interact with it. So I love that you said that because I always teach people that you're, you're in a relationship with money. Like it, it's a relationship. So I have people write a letter to money. So it's like, you know, write the letter to money the way you are now. And then write the letter to money, like a love letter to money. Like, how do you really want to feel about money? That's yeah. what you're going to get. So if you're, you know, when I did this on myself, it was like amazing. Cause I'd be like, oh, I love you so much. I want you. I can't get enough of you. Where are you when I need you? <laughs> you know, it was like chasing and, and, and longing, but of course, pushing away because when you have that kind of energy, you push things away from you. Right. Exactly. We want to be attracting money to us. Exactly. I'm so glad to see you. <laughs> yes. I love you. I think you're amazing. <laughs> Let's I want go you to movies. Grow. Yeah, totally. Take me everywhere. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's yeah. such a cool idea. What other kinds of um, strategies do you help use to help people to sort of, you know, find that love, that loving relationship? <laughs> develop that loving relationship with money. Yeah. I mean, that's everything I do. Right. Like I, the the reason I got named the money healer is because I did this work actually with a group of real estate um, investors and they were a family uh, working together like siblings and they all, I have everyone do a money story. And so they were writing their money story. And at the end they were like, it was changing their whole family from the inside out. And it was really cool to watch. And, you know, they're like, you're like the money healer. And I was like, Oh my God, I love that. (laughs) That's, that's like such a, such a blessing and gift to be able to provide people with that shift because it runs our whole life, you know? So money story is huge. Um, and I'm always looking for 
easy, easy things that people can do, because just like you said at the beginning, it's hard to recognize what's yeah. blocking you. Like if you knew what was blocking you, you would eliminate it and exactly. be done with it. I'd right? be healed by now. Right? Totally. <laughs> like we'd all be mega wealthy. And so I, you know, I like to help people with simple strategies. So I created an NFA money formula and everyone can access it for free. It's three steps. And, and of course, this is something that you can practice your whole entire life. And I like to think of it as the tool of a million uses because it can work with money. It can work with relationships. It can work with anything where you're feeling stuck and frustrated and kind of having complaints about your life or your money. So it's three steps and it's first, you've got to recognize. And so I have you ask yourself simple questions to help you recognize because questioning is how you start to recognize. Right. The first thing you're going to have to do is make a decision that you're ready to face your shit. <laughs> you <laughs> Like you got to go, okay, I'm ready to actually change. And I'm tired of blaming the outside world and anything that's on the outside of me. And I'm ready to take ownership. And so I'm going to choose to recognize. So you start with recognition and then you reframe and then you repeat to reprogram. And I just have a very simple process that I walk people through. So if they go to nfamoneyformula.com, it's three steps. They've got a video, like really straightforward. And then of course, you know, dig into that. If you do that every day, you just play with it a whole bunch. This is exactly how I went from food stamps to six figures. I just started changing my thinking. And I, what I realized is I was completely stuck in the victim mindset. I was blaming everyone else for my reality. You know, it was like, it, it like so badly that I left my 15 year marriage, having an affair next relationship wasn't working. I'm on the floor crying. And I had this moment, you know, I'm like on food stamps. I have three kids. I'm in grad school and I'm going, Oh my God, I don't know where I'm going to live. I don't have enough money for anything. And I had, I was crying and I, I sat up and I was like scanning my history and of relationships and all the things. And I was like, it's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> like I'm the problem up until that point. I blamed my ex-husband for everything. Like I blamed him for me having an affair, which of course it's a co-created experience right. and <laughs> I needed to take ownership in order to change my reality. And so it was such a gift in that moment to go like, I got to change myself. And then when I, you know, once I made that declaration and I started listening to podcasts, which is why I love podcasting so much, I just started, you know, saturating my brain with everything mindset and started shifting the way I was thinking and took relationship courses. And, it, and I started implementing really practical strategies to start saving money, investing money. And it ju I just watched my money accelerate, 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 accelerate. And then of course I took the leap into business building and I decided like, I'm going to go for it and see what I, what I can create. And it was amazing, you know, in that first year, six figures and every year I've created a business where I work less and I make more and I have more fun. And it's like, I pinch myself often. I'm like, <laughs> this is real. This is amazing. <laughs> but it's so true because as soon, as long as it's somebody else, right. Oh, I got to change my husband. He's got to go to therapy. He's got to get it yeah. back together. He's such an idiot. And I got to change my boss and I got to change this one. Right. You have no power over any of those people. You can't make yeah. them change, but then all of a sudden, if it's you and you are in control of you, it's like, wait a minute. It's like getting the keys, right? I'm like, oh, yeah. wait a minute. The, the keys to my prison have just been put in my hand and I totally just let myself it, out, right? It's I mean, so liberating. It's exactly yeah. what you're saying. It's like you, you're free from your prison of yourself. <laughs> yeah. But people yeah. don't see it that way, right? It's so Not much always. easier if it's someone else's fault. Yeah. The weird, the weird thing is like in the moment, it's easier because it's easy to blame someone else for why you feel bad, but then you can never get out of that situation. It's always going to keep repeating itself because, you know, by the law of attraction, you attract what you are. 
So however you're thinking, feeling, being, you're going to keep attracting more of that to you. So let's say even you get rid of the husband you're blaming, you're going to attract the next person that's going to be very similar for you to keep waking up and evolving. Right. But you know why I think people have such a problem is because then they have to say, well, that I, I made that all, all that crap that I've just been living with. That was all me. That's yeah. tough for people. Yeah. Because, then they hey, beat so themselves it was my up. parents' fault. It was all my parents' fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Right. And until you stop blaming other people, you give up all your power to change. So that's where you got to first make that decision. You know, I, I always say to people decide, commit and take NFA action, right? Like decide, commit, take no fucking around action. <laughs> if you do that, life will get real easy after a period of time because you're retraining your brain. And and that's another cool thing, you know, in neuroscience, our brain with plasticity, we can change it. it, I'm not going to say it happens overnight for sure. No, you know, and I think a lot of people want that magic quick pill. They're like, Oh, give me the magic pill where I can change overnight. And that's why most people don't change. (laughs) And so you've got to make the choice and and be repetitive because what the repetition does is it reprograms your mind. It, it actually literally creates new neural pathways in your brain. And so then you start to have your path of least resistant automatic response be completely different than it used to be. And that's what I started to do. And, you know, looking back, and this is why I create systems around it now, because I'm like, this is exactly what I did. I didn't know it at the time, right. but I just knew I got to change. I'm going to start learning new things. I'm going to start doing different things. I'm going to start acting differently. And it started to change me. And I started to see things on the outside change. And I was like, where has this information been all my life? <laughs> right. Right there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Right there sitting on some podcast waiting for you exactly. to listen. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And how long did this process take to where you, you were on the floor crying and then all of a sudden you, you got to the point where you said, wow, I just created a six figure business. You know, what's the, like, what's the trajectory there? So it was it right, you know, we're recording this right now. It's 2022. It was in 2017. I had that on the floor crying moment. I, I decided at that time I was in the process of writing my dissertation for my PhD. And I, you know, I was like, I'm so far in the research process. As I started listening to all these podcasts, I realized it was like coach type people. And I'm like, maybe that's what I needed to do. And then at the same time, this was going on, my department had like national news fallout, like professors leaving people stressed. And I was like, I don't want to be a professor anymore. This does not look like the job that I want. (laughs) And yet I had put all this time and energy and I loved the research I was doing with, I was doing life history interviews with incarcerated men who had spent 18 years in car on average, 18 years incarcerated and in gangs. And I was doing this really incredible work with them. And so I felt like I, I want to finish my dissertation and I don't want to be a professor anymore. And so I just, it like planted that seed, you know, I was like, well, I'll finish my dissertation and I'll kind of start diving into looking at coaching. And I just simultaneously did it. So while I graduated in 2018, I then said, okay, I'm going to take the leap. And in 2019, I went full-time in my business and that was my first year. And I went six figures. So it's pretty That's a huge mindset. Pretty fast. Yeah. That's very fast. Yeah. And I like to say not overnight and I'm a NFA style person. So it was like, I mean, I was listening to, I don't even know how many hours a week of podcasts. I was listening on double speed every second I could like washing the dishes, walking to school, walking between my classes, taking my kids to school. Like I was just, I was on a mission because I was tired of feeling like crap and I started to feel better. And I started to feel like I had some power and control. And I was like, 
oh my God, I, I never, I, I didn't know you could feel like this. And so I just, I, it was like devouring it, you know? So that's the attitude it takes to really shift rapidly. Right. Absolutely. Cause you do, you have, you've got a lot of reprogramming work to do. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you use the analogy of the person who's overweight. I mean, you didn't get to be hundred pounds overweight overnight. So right. you shouldn't expect that you're going to lose a hundred pounds overnight. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's that losing it and keeping it off too. Right. It's like, it's, it, you never stop. You don't all of a sudden go, I lost the hundred pounds and now I'm going to go back to the ways that I was. You keep right. doing the things. And it's just like mindset work. I read every single day. I listen to podcasts. I watch YouTube every single day. I am constantly immersed and because I still have money blocks, right? Like these don't just go away. Right. You keep discovering layers of yourself. And so, you know, for people listening, it's like, be encouraged that you are <laughs> abundantly full of all kinds of beliefs that you get to learn about and transform so you can get different results. Absolutely. That was actually a real eye-opener for me. You know, what you were just saying about it's a constant process that some of the people who I was learning from, some of my coaches, and I'm talking to them and they're like, oh yeah, you know, I still, every morning I do this journaling and I do this and I do that. And I just think, aren't you already finished? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when are you going to be done? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're never done. Like you can't no. just exercise a whole lot one day and say, that's it. I'm also caught up on exercise for yeah. the rest of my life. Right. Totally. <laughs> Isn't it weird that we think that about personal growth or, or money-making or any of the things I think about, like, what if you only brush your teeth once a week? Like, <laughs> It doesn't work or shower. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to brush my teeth like 1400 times today. And that's <laughs> yeah. going to take me up to the next couple of years. I'm going to be good. <laughs> that would be, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's consistency. Right. And, and I think the cool thing about it is that when you start doing this kind of work, it's, it's like, I, I want to use the word addictive, but really what it is, is like, it's so beneficial that why would you ever want to stop? Absolutely. You know, like I've gotten, so I'm a different person. Like my kids say it, my, my ex-husband says, you know, he's like, wow, you know, yeah. like we, I've changed so much and in such, in ways that feel so good to me and everyone around me. Yeah. And so it's like, why would I ever not want to do it? Right. Exactly. Absolutely true. Awesome. So I feel like our time is kind of flying away here. Um, <laughs> it's like, well, I think because you and I are a lot on the same wavelength and I feel like we could probably talk for hours. Yes, definitely. <laughs> but what kinds of things that I failed to touch on that you really want to make sure that people know and that you want to share with everyone? You know, I, I always like to leave people with a reminder of what, what I said earlier. There's one quote I always like to share and it's really run my whole business. It's by Carl Jung. He says, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. <laughs> it's such that. a powerful quote, right? When I read it, I was like, God, that's so true. And so just remember your brain is set up to look for what you believe and to validate it. So if you're hanging out with complainers and you're, you or yourself are complaining and you're telling yourself stories that are negative about money, you're going to keep getting crappy results. You're going to keep getting more debt, uh, less income, or it just isn't going to grow or you're not going to feel good about it. So what we all want is to create a reality where we are able to attract abundance our way because we're abundant from within. And that does not just happen magically, right? You've got to change your mindset and you've got to train your brain because we are wired for the negativity bias. We remember negative things eight times more easily than positive things. And that's for survival. 
So we've got to actually train our brain in a different direction. And so it takes effort and I, everyone here, it is so worth it. (laughs) Like it is so (laughs) worth it. Like if you knew that at the end of that journey, which never ends, but you know, at, at some, at points along the journey, there's bags of money and just abundant health and wealth and happiness and great relationships. Like I just got married in Hawaii last year and the like love of my life, like my relationships flourish, like things in my life are awesome. And I work with amazing people and I do awesome things in the world. And that all came from me starting to change myself within and anyone can do it. I'm not special or unique. You can do it too. So just remember that be inspired. That's fantastic. I love it. How can people uh, find your website so they can do the NFA three questions? Yeah. So go <laughs> if, for that one, go to nfamoneyformula.com. So nfamoneyformula.com really simple download. And just, I think it's a, it's around like a 15 minute video. So it'll help them walk through it. And cool. then if they practice that, it gives them a printable cheat sheet to use and just really simple, straightforward. Um, I release videos on YouTube every week, NFA money, all things NFA money. So they can find me in all those places. Of course, my website's nfamoney.com. So awesome. Awesome. yeah, they can. And all those links all are going to be on this, in the show notes. So you don't have to try awesome. to remember them as you're driving down the street. No problem. We get you covered. Yes. <laughs> I know awesome. I can't, with all the podcasts I've listened to, it's like, I always like, I'll be driving. And I'm like, I got to go back and get that link. <laughs> so <Exactly>. good. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So thank you so much for being with us today. I love talking to you. I think we're like, you know, soul sisters. Yes. I love it. I know we could talk all day long. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I know listeners, I know that you've benefited so much from what Dr. Amanda has been sharing. And I feel like if you, maybe you don't need to have a money healer, but maybe you do. And if you don't, and even if you do, I bet, you know, some other people who could definitely benefit from everything that she shared. So please be kind and share this episode with them. And who knows, you could be transforming someone's life and your own and be here next week. 